So, Paul, when you think of the RMS Titanic, not the movie, I'm talking about the actual incident. There's no notes on this paper. What do you think? Like, what comes to mind? <clears throat> At this point? Yes. Or before this movie? <laughs> if you can divorce yourself from the movie, what do you think? Well, like, when, you, when the Titanic comes to mind, what do you think? Uh, you think big, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the, the biggest ship of all time. Of course, the, the, that's all bullshit at this point because most cruise liners are bigger than the Titanic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you see those pictures online where it's like superimposed, where they have the, the, it, like the front on, um, like as if the, the ships are coming to you. Mm-hmm. They have the Titanic, then they have, like as you said, the cruise ships, and it's like, whoa. Yeah, you don't realize because it's all legend at this point in time. Yeah. Um, the, uh, you know, because it was, it was the largest ship at the time, but it was 19, what, 1920 something, wasn't it? 1912. 1912, sorry. It's okay. Okay. Because I know it was April 14th when the damn thing went down because that's my birthday. So it's your birthday. But I always forget the year. Anyway, uh, yeah, at the time, it was the biggest ship ever. Um, but it's nothing compared to, a cruise ship now, and a cruise ship is nothing compared to, like, an aircraft carrier. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it, trust me, you're not going to be landing a helicopter on the uh, deck of the Titanic anytime soon. No, 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 no. Um, no. But, you know, honestly, I think the biggest thing before this movie would have been finding the Titanic. Mm-hmm. That was the the whole adventure, at least from the time I was born, Till the time they finally found it, which was, you know, what, early 90s somewhere? I really don't know. I don't know either, to be I, honest I, with you. I, I, I just know, I know it happened during my life. Yes, yes. Um, it's like I, finding Al Capone's gold or something like but that. But that was kind of the big deal. Like, we have to find it, and then we found part of it, but we couldn't find the other part of it. And then, um, you know, then most of everything else is tied into the movie. It really is. I mean... So your perception before the movie is different than after the movie Titanic? I think it's... I think so. Um, There is... I I was really into watching them, like, doing the deep sea diving Mm -hmm. and filming all that. But the problem with all that back before this movie Mm -hmm. was... It was shitty. Like, the cameras were horrible. Like, all the images were horrible. You never could see what you could see nowadays. And, um, I mean, I liked... I wasn't a fan of Jacques Cousteau, but I was a fan of that genre of deep-sea, underwater, like, you know, let's see these cool-ass animals underwater and everything else. So I was kind of into the whole search for Titanic. Mm -hmm. Um and and to be perfectly honest with you, I I mean I, I I'm not gonna say I was like a fan of Titanic. I mean everybody knew it, it was a known thing. It was not like you would walk up to somebody and say, you know, Titanic, and they wouldn't know. Hey, it was a big boat and mm-hmm. it went down and it hit an iceberg. No, I, I and get it went what down. you're saying. There's something. Whereas if you walked up to somebody and said Hindenburg, they may or may not know it. Yeah. The only, you know, anybody who was a Led Zeppelin fan would know it. But outside of that, it was like a, a flip of the coin to know if if uh, if you knew the Hindenburg. Yeah. But the Titanic carried with it a certain type of mystique to it. There was a mystique to it. And, and, and I think that it was, 
everybody knew about the Titanic. Mm-hmm. It was like a legend. Yeah, it was a legend. Um, and and that was really kind of what... It, I mean, if you, if you brought up Bigfoot, everybody kind of knows Bigfoot. They might have their own little story or their own little angle on it, but everybody knows it because it's a, there's a mystery involved in it. But I bet you if you were to ask people today, the amount of people that like know about Titanic outside the movie is minimal. Very, very minimal. very minimal. I don't think that Pete, there's obviously the mystique is gone because you found it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, at this point, it's kind of been, you know, there's the, the history of it has been explained through the movie. Now, the problem is, is how accurate that history is. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and to be able to find that information was impossible, okay? So, to, to be perfectly honest with you, you know, you got to remember this. When did this movie come out? 1997. 1997, mm-hmm. okay? So, basically, the internet was born in about 1995. Yeah. Okay, pre-1995, you aren't going to find shit mm-hmm. about the Titanic outside of, like, books that were written specifically about the Titanic or the Encyclopedia Britannica. And they had their little version of what happened, just like everybody else had their version of what happened. So would you have known that they... And and to be honest with you, like I said, I'm going completely off of shit that happened in the movie, that they decided to run it at full speed, that they didn't account for the fact that there was mobility loss uh, and that they were going to be running into cold water and they should have never been running that that close to high speed at night. Uh, would you have known that they um, that the that you didn't just hit an iceberg and then like crash and go down that it ripped the side of the the boat? Did anybody really know that? Not not too much. Not, I mean, most of that shit came out of the movie mm-hmm. and, and through the the. Um, I mean, the movie came out only twelve years after it was found. It was discovered in eighty five. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, and that would have been you because nobody even knew what happened to it. They knew right. it was out there. They knew it went down, and they had the eyewitness accounts. And you know as well as I know, eyewitness accounts are shit. Yes, they're uh, sometimes very inaccurate. Sometimes they're most of the time they're inaccurate. Yeah, stretched. You know, it's like that tel- that telephone game you used to play when you were in, in grade school. You know, Which one? You'd whisper into the person next to you, and you had to pass along the oh, message. Oh, yeah. right, right. It's just like that. Yes, and uh, see the, the the Titanic. Really, there's a lot of information about the Titanic itself. Now there is on on the internet. I mean, it was um, as everybody knows, it sunk April fifteenth, nineteen twelve. There was an estimated 2,224 passengers on board. More than 1,500 people died in this. It was uh, the second in Olympic-class ocean liners operated by White Star Line. And it was really home to, I mean, not really, uh, there was a lot of famous people who went on the maiden voyage. And these maiden voyages of these these large ships back at the turn of the century, it was it was pretty much customary for have a bunch of well-to-dos on there, a bunch of famous people would take these these trips. Not only that, but the ship itself also had immigrants from Ireland, Sweden, and other other parts of Northern Europe as well. And and I'll be honest with you, as as when I was younger, before, obviously, before I had watched a lot of this stuff that came after they found it, 
Um, I thought that it was actually leaving New York and going to Europe, okay, not the other way around. So, I mean, I didn't even have that accurate, uh, you know, when I was younger. And that was the problem. Like, because there was no internet, because we didn't have access to this kind of information, all we had was, like, the secondhand stories, or if you sat down and read a book, which, you know, by the time you're done reading the damn book, you forgot half the shit that's in the yeah. book, you know? So it's... <clears throat> it's... um. You, you, everybody has a distorted memory. <laughs> yeah, everybody has a distorted... I agree with that. Everybody has a distorted memory. So, it, it, you know, like I said, so basically prior to this movie and obviously prior to the discussion, the, the discovery, and definitely prior to the internet, uh, you had a very... It was all mystery. It was all like, oh my God, what happened? And nobody knew. It was like a Robert Stack show, Unsolved Mystery. Yes, Exactly. As a matter of fact, I wouldn't be surprised if there was, a, if there was an unsolved, unsolved mystery, mystery about the Titanic. Yeah. I would not be surprised at all. But um, this movie isn't about the the. Uh, let me say this show isn't about the actual historical accuracies you're talking about Titanic. But I thought it was just necessary to give a brief background about the Titanic itself. Yes. And then you have James Cameron, right? Who and now James Cameron is. Was a Titanic nut. He was a Titanic nut. That's what he he became fascinated with shipwrecks. In his own words, he saw the RMS Titanic as the Mount Everest of shipwrecks. He wrote the script about it and pitched it to 20th Century Fox as the Romeo and Juliet of the Titanic. I mean, that's that's obvious. I mean, it's basically you have. I don't know if I'd go as far as star-crossed lovers, but uh, basically you have a... Uh, it's an obvious Romeo and Juliet. Obvious Romeo um, and Juliet. But anybody who watches the movie and tries to say, oh, I saw Titanic, and, and you know that was, that was a cool movie. I'm like, dude, it was a love story. It, the whole thing was a love story. It was not about the Titanic. That was the backdrop to the love story. Now, the only reason that you got as much information out of the Titanic as you did was because Cameron just loved it. Cameron was a fanatic when, when it came to Titanic. He researched it meticulously. In writing the screenplay for it, he actually spent six months researching every detail at that time that right. was available to him about the... And there are plenty of inaccuracies in mm -hmm. the movie, uh, most of which come with the at the very end at the, at the, yeah at when the when the when the boat's going under and it's a oh you're gonna suck everybody down because that's just total it's, nonsense it's it doesn't actually happen um that's been debunked multiple times multiple by time. multiple people but that's that's what happens there's right. a theory that comes out there and it's debunked well that right? was that was not a theory that cameron came up with that was that was the known lore. If a boat goes down, then there's going to be undertow that pulls you under. It's like, no, that's no, not true. It just goes down. Uh, it just goes down. Um, Freed your ass off. Right. Yeah, all those people froze to death. I mean, uh, that's pretty pretty straightforward. Do you, do you think it's important if we touch on James Cameron here for a minute? Because this, yeah, this go movie ahead. is I mean, about as much about James Cameron uh, obsession as it is about... Uh, Jack and, and, and Rose. Well, I think Cameron's... This is where Cameron's obsession starts playing through because prior to Titanic, Cameron was a sci-fi, yes. like, action 
dude. I mean, just, that everything he did, like Titanic, I'm sorry, Titanic, uh, Terminator, mm-hmm. um, what else did he do? Uh, he did uh, Aliens. Aliens. He uh, did, um, well, True Lies. He did True Lies. Well, yeah. I mean, he was definitely a Schwarzenegger guy for a while. Yes. Um, but he did He did a bunch of action adventure sci-fi type movies uh, prior to this. Didn't he do, didn't he do a Rambo? <laughs> Rambo? I think he did a, didn't he do a Rambo? Let me see. Um, I don't remember. I, I believe he did do a, Ram, uh, a Rambo. I believe he did a... Yeah, Rambo First Blood Part 2. Oh, okay. Aliens, The Abyss. Which was also a sci-fi, obviously. Mm-hmm. T2 Judgment <laughs> Day. He did Strange Days. I had no idea he did Strange Days. There's, there's kind of like a cult, cult movie. Yeah, that's the one that's set at 1999, right at the new year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, with Juliette Lewis and yes. somebody else. I can't remember. Somebody else. And then... Uh, Titanic was kind of like his. Uh... <laughs> it was his opus. I mean, it, yeah, and it yeah, really yeah. it it was and and what it became was his blank check, uh, <laughs> yes, because yes. you know because of the success of this movie, which I'm not sure how much we touch on in this podcast today, mm-hmm. but the success of this movie, like it hit, and it hit hard, and it was number one for a long, long time, time, and then it went away. An Oscar season hit, and they brought it back, yeah. and it hit for another. It's I think it's the only movie that ever had like uh, it, it had the mo- the biggest length of time between number ones at the box office or some nonsense it, like that. Yeah, yeah, it's it was in the box office for a while, and we'll we'll touch on that. I mean, it's yeah, but it's his opus. It's his opus, and and, and keep in mind that this was the first billion dollar movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, now there was worldwide there was billion dollar movies, but in this country, I mean, what are we up to three now? I think, I think there's only three billion dollar movies. So it'd be it would be Avatar, it'd be Titanic, and uh, I it wasn't Black Panther, but like no, no, it was. Uh, Black what the hell was Black the other? Black Panther still not number one. No, no, Marvel. Force Awakens. Force Awakens. That was a billion dollars. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was. I know the other you're one. looking forward to us doing Star Wars: New Hope in a few months. I know you're looking forward to that. I guess. I mean, you'd be surprised how much I will destroy that movie. <laughs> okay. As much as I love it. Yes. I, I, I absolutely love it. But then again, it's not that far away from Halloween. Uh, and considering the fact that they pretty much released in the same year, I wouldn't be surprised that. Yes. It's, it's, it's one of those things where you, you well, yeah. Now, what we have to discuss is, are we doing the re-released special edition ones, or are we doing the yeah. originals? Because, uh, I don't know. That's a good... I don't know. Fucking Han shot first, so suck a dick. <laughs> I actually was watching Raw this past weekend. Oh, you did or not. This past week. You, did that? you really watched Raw? Yeah. Oh. And uh, they were... Uh, there was a guy in the audience with a sign that said, Greedo shot first. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's just so random. <laughs> that is a random sign. You know what I watched um, just yesterday? I watched Rock versus Hulk Hogan WrestleMania 18. Oh, that's cool. Just how night and day it is compared. Yeah, it was. It was. It ended up being a really good match. And if this was a wrestling podcast, we could spend more time yes, on it. Yes. But uh, back to Titanic back and to James Titanic. Cameron becoming. Like I said, he he then had a blank check, and he used that blank check to create one of the worst movies ever. 
Oh my god! On film, yet oh. that stupid fucking movie made over a billion dollars yeah. as well, and I that would be Avatar. Know, I don't know if we could ever bring ourselves to do that. Movie. I'm not doing. I won't. Yeah, I won't I, do it. I don't. I hate. I'm not a fan of Titanic, but I fucking hate. I don't even know if I ever actually watched it all the way through. Avatar. Yes. Just watch Pocahontas. It, it, it's, it's I mean, Pocahontas. It, it is so. Oh my god! Blatantly. Oh, just, Ugh. Pandering and yes. I, everything that I saw was just ick, and I couldn't do it. I just could not finish it. And then, yeah, I mean, was it pretty? Uh, sure, it was pretty. It was pretty, yeah, that's about it. It was pretty. Do we need six fucking you know sequels to it? No. Fifteen years after the fact. Ugh. I mean, Jesus Christ, have to. Yeah. I mean, is Sigourney Weaver even alive? I don't know, but she's probably still hot. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah, quite as hot, I'm sure. Uh, no, not as quite as hot, but they probably preserved what they could. Working girl hot. <laughs> <laughs> so let's, let's, you know, speaking of actors and actresses, um, Cameron said when he when he when he did Titanic that he needed the cast to feel as though they were really on the Titanic, to relive its liveliness and to quote to take that energy and give it to Jack, an artist who is able to have his heart. Sore, unquote. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. This is this is where we seem really upbeat about the movie. <laughs> I, I just... Yeah, it's... Ugh. it's I, there is just... There's too many... Uh, Save the energy. Yeah. Save the energy, because we're going to need it through this. Okay. We're going to need... There's it. just too much. There, there's, there's, there's too much. <laughs> there's too much in this movie that just want... You really just want to... Take a rusty nail and a hammer and just pound it through the head of your penis. That's how much you really hate this movie. Exactly, exactly, and that would that'd be a relief. <laughs> what was that joke? I'd say, what did the prostitute who died who had AIDS? How did she die? She oh, you mean my <laughs> shitty joke? I don't remember. <laughs> died hard. It <laughs> <laughs> was so bad. Why the fuck would you bring that up? I don't know. <laughs> Just, we never we never actually uh, touched on our our, our con air. Yeah, because there's so we we would, but there's so much to this movie that it just we yeah yeah to, we got to move forward. We got to move forward. So so this movie, the two main characters are Jack Dawson and just Rose. Yeah, I pay. I okay. Just we'll leave it at that for now. Jack and Rose, who were actually originally to be slated uh, to be played by Matthew McConaughey and Gwyneth Paltrow. I don't know if it would have been. It would have seemed more grown up then because they were a little bit well, older than these guys. Yeah, I think DiCaprio really looked like a kid to me. He did. Um, he still kind of does. I mean, even obviously he's got the crow's feet and shit, but he because he never quite grew up. And then, of course, at the same time, he released uh, "What's Eating Gilbert Grape," where he's playing. Like basically a fifteen-year-old with, uh, you know, really hardcore autism. So it, it's or possibly retardation. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, so he's releasing that movie right around the same time as this movie. He's, you know, he's only a couple years removed from Growing Pains. It, it's just he was twenty-one at the time of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, he 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 always just kind of looked like a kid, and I guess that helped with certain aspects of it. Like, Matthew McConaughey would not be able to pull off the scene where uh, uh, 
uh, uh, uh, Kathy Bates is talking about her son. Oh yeah, I right. don't know you're that right. he'd be able to you're pull right. off yeah, that's, that. Scene. That's a good pull. That's a good pull. That's a good pull. That's a really good pull. Um, but he could have pulled off a lot more. It, you know, the romance part of it would have been a little more. I don't want to masculine? say masculine. Masculine, definitely. I don't. I don't want to say believable because I don't know that it was not believable per se. Yeah. But you know, definitely. You know, masculine, sure, because he was a very passive, yeah. uh, he's, he's, lover. He's, he, compar- you he's know, a, he's a little bit more feminine. Now, to say that, yeah, surprise it. I think Leonardo DiCaprio is a fantastic actor. I think he's phenomenal. Well, I'll say phenomenal. He's a fantastic actor. I, I, I think he's had some really good roles. We were just watching Wolf of Wall Street last night. I thought it was great in there. Uh, I think you'll disagree, but you know, but I, that's just me. I don't, I don't disagree. I think he was pretty good in that role. Basketball Diaries. That was one. Of, that was probably his best. Yeah. I mean, that was him at his best. Uh, I, I tend to fall in the category that I think he's a little over overhyped. Hyped. I can, I can appreciate that. I can. And I think most of that came after Titanic. It, the accolades that came to the actors involved in this movie was so ridiculous um, after this movie came. And it was because it was so successful. You know, Cameron could write his own check, but so could, you know, was, uh, most of the stars of the movie could write their own check as well. I mean, it, it, yes. I just don't know that DiCaprio, I, I think he was great in Gilbert Grape. Yes. I've really liked him in that. Um, I I liked him in Basketball Diaries, but then his later stuff, like you know, uh, you can't uh, what is it? You can't see me or, or oh yeah, or with Tom Catch Hanks, me now catch or whatever the hell is called. Yeah, catch me if you can. I just I just didn't. I found those to be bland. Mm-hmm. And didn't he also do um, the? Uh, it was a period piece. I can't remember what it was now. A Gangs of New York. Was that it? Yes. Yeah, that was completely unbelievable. Yes, he was just not believable. He's not. In he's because he's, he's he's feminine. He's a small little guy. Yeah, he, well, he's a little guy. You know. Yeah, he's he's short and he's not he, bulky. You bitch slap him like Sally can dance. From Con yes, Ed. yeah, you just definitely. Him, you know, it's like you, you, yeah, you would not buy him as an action adventure guy. No, it's like you're gonna slap me with you're gonna, you're gonna approach me with a knife. I just slap you, slap you down. Yeah, Kate Winslet's actually more masculine than he is. Oh, definitely in this movie. In this movie, just in general, yes. In general, I would say you're probably correct. So Cameron said of DiCaprio when he was, uh, DiCaprio was reading, doing the reading for, uh, test reading for this, he said, he read it once and started goofing around, and I could never get him to focus on it again. But for one split second, a shaft of light came from the heavens and lit up the far. Cameron's a goofy bastard, just like anybody in Hollywood. It's just so... Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know what happened to Cameron. I just don't. He, Hollywood happened to him. That's what happened to him. Like he can fruitcake. You watch that first Terminator movie, and it is just so raw. Yes, like so yes. fucking raw. Yes. And oh. everything he did later in his, especially after Titanic, was so goddamn polished that you know it. it it's just not even. Worth watching. I mean, which did, did he do another Terminator after? He did T two. I don't think. Well, T two was right around Titanic time. 
It was actually before Titanic. It was before Titanic. It was around 90... Wasn't it 92, 93? It could have been. So it was like five... Yeah. That but even great. True Lies. True Lies was a very polished movie. Yeah, it was a very polished movie, yes. Uh, in comparison to like a Commando-type movie. It was not... That definitely wasn't what it was. I don't know. Whatever. Whatever. And then you have... So DiCaprio was cast as Jack. Then you have Kate Winslet, who was little known, but she got the job by harassing James Cameron. She would call and leave messages saying, I just have to do this, and you are really mad if you don't cast me. Now, I think that she would definitely have been a better choice than Paltrow. Yes. Even though I like Gwyneth Paltrow, yes. I definitely think that Kate Winslet played the role well for what it was. I think Gwyneth Paltrow, especially at the time... I'm trying to remember what she would have been doing at the time, but she's gone through ups and downs. But I think this was early enough in his in her career where she mostly played good girls, and this role needed more of a bitch, bull dyke type. Bull dyke, yeah. Like I agree, somebody with a bigger bone structure, and yeah, you know, is the whole idea behind Rose, which we'll get to. Yeah. She was a free spirit. Okay. Uh, but she she later also she later uh, first denied it, but later admitted that she would send roses to Cameron, saying, "From your rose." Ugh. Talk about going to get something. Going well, to grab I that mean, brass yeah. ring. I mean, you can't take that away from her. She really wanted it. She went out and she got it. She got it. You know, I mean, you got to at least admire that. And yeah, but so she was cast as uh, Rose in this. And I thought I thought it was funny doing my research that Robert De Niro was actually all for the role of Captain Smith. Yeah, but turn it down to a, due to a gastrointestinal infection that time. Um, he also allegedly had orgies with underage girls, courtesy of Roman Polanski. Well, that's a different story. Um, what? <laughs> what the hell has that got I, to do with this? No. Anyway, so um, so moving along, so we had the two main characters cast. Uh, among others, there's other prominent actors in the in this movie. Billy Zane being one of them. Demon Knight. Big, big fan of Billy Zane. Oh yeah. Big fan of Billy Zane. Yeah, I love. A lot of it. I even like the Phantom. Yes, yes. <laughs> I even like yes, the Phantom. Yes, even like the Phantom. As bad as that movie was, oh I still kind of so liked bad. it. <laughs> there was like a period of six months when the Phantom made a comeback. Yeah, it was like in the the night. It's just weird. Is yeah, but then it, but then um, his work in the Mummy was good. Yes. Um. Yes. I just I like Billy Zane. Yeah, I, I like just Billy do. Zane. I don't know why. I he like Billy just Zane. had an edge to him. I thought he was awesome in Demon Knight. I really. Yeah, I loved him in awesome Demon Knight. Demon he was really good in that. Yeah, that's what it said. So for the soundtrack, Cameron only wanted songs without words. He originally wanted Enya. God, I hate that song. <laughs> for him, but. Even went so far as to assemble a rough edit using her music, but she declined. Anya? So, yeah, I guess she was too busy dancing around in robes. Doing and nothing. Uh, yeah, doing yeah, doing loathing. She herself. probably probably was not happy after this movie made like a billion dollars. <laughs> Regardless of her prancing around in her castle in Ireland. Yeah, she's a lunatic. And when she declined, Cameron hired James Horner, who hooked up with lyricist Will Jennings and singer. Celine Dion to secretly create a demo for quite possibly one of the worst songs ever, ever, My Heart Will Go On, which Cameron loved. Of course he fucking loved it. That damn Cameron. That song. I don't know that it was the worst song ever. It's one of the worst songs ever. 
worse than uh, uh, Robin Hood? Yes, yes, yes. It's worse than Robin Hood. I don't know. By by a scintilla. Maybe. It's uh, they're they're very close. Yeah, I I, I you know. Mm. It, it brings back bad memories because one of our friends, Scott Schaefer, like had the soundtrack for Titanic, and he'd play it in his car whenever we would go to freaking Central Committee meetings. Just, ugh. I don't get his fascination with it. Anyway. He loved those, uh, those uh, love songs from those movies, man. I don't get it. How about the, the one from uh, Karate Kid Part 2? Did he play that one, too? Oh, oh, um... Was that Chicago's? Um, no, it was Peter Gabriel, wasn't it? No, it was Chicago. That, what is it? The, the the glory of love. Glory of love. Uh, it was glory of love. Peter Cetera. Peter Cetera. Yeah, that's yeah, it. that's it. Yeah. Not Peter Gabriel. Scott Schaefer actually kind of looks like Peter Cetera from from uh, Chicago. Well, that's after. The well, yeah, he wasn't with Chicago at the time, but You're a big whatever. Fan, right? I am a huge Chicago fan. That's what I thought. So is my child, my children, actually. I was going to say, so is my child so sitting child. in the other room, but all my children. Well, all your children, right? Yes. The cost to construct the Titanic in 1910 to 12 was $7.5 million, which was around $120 to $150 million in 97. The movie itself cost more than that, $200 million to make, pretty much $1 million for each minute of screen time. It actually caused a dispute between Cameron and Fox about cutting the movie in length because profit would be down with, with the length of the movie. Oh, the, yeah, 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 yeah. They were concerned that when it finally released, that people weren't going to sit through a three-hour-plus movie. Because mm-hmm. this movie is, what, three hours and, like, Just 20 too, minutes or something like long. that? Way too long. Way too long. Did they, did they, when it was in theaters, was there an intermission? I don't know. I don't know either because I did not go and see this in the theaters. Yes. I actually, I did. I remember it because I, when I left, my girlfriend at the time was crying. And I started crying after that because I realized there was no action for me later that day. Yeah. Uh, none was, whatsoever. Just none. It was, I was like, I just had to drop her off and just go home and play video games at this point. Yeah, I'm sure that's what you did. No. I, a- alone I, in a room alone playing room, video games. Video games. Yeah. God damn it. That movie. Ugh. For at least, you know, 20 to 30 minutes. <laughs> Playing video games. Had a good time for about six seconds, though. <laughs> Had a really good time. But Cameron argued to Fox saying, you want to cut my movie? You're going to have to fire me. You want to fire me? You're going to have to kill me. <laughs> Cameron the fruitcake. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck happened to him. Which somehow brings us... To the actual movie. Yep. Of Titanic. We are here. We are queer. We are. <laughs> get used to get it. Get used to it. It's funny because I felt like we've been talking about this for 45 minutes. We're right on par. We usually start the the, the movie at 30 minutes into the show. Okay. Yeah, I, I All right. plan it. But rock hey, on. Rock on. So the movie starts <laughs> out not with Jack and Rose. Nope. It starts out with Bill Paxton, rest in peace. He plays treasure hunter Brock Lovett, who is searching the Titanic wreck for the fabled necklace named the Heart of the Ocean. Okay, can we start? Because I, I honestly don't know. 
Is that a real thing? No. I didn't think it was. It does not exist. I did not think it did, but I just wanted to clarify. Yeah. It does not exist. It's made up. Okay. We want to be... James. No, I didn't think that an old lady had it the whole time and then threw it in the ocean. Like, that was never even a concept. And I didn't believe the heart of the ocean existed, but I did want to clarify. You clarify. As, as, As historically accurate as Cameron wanted to get with this movie, he made that up. Well, you have to. You have to make that up. Just I mean, but there had to be plenty of treasure on the Titanic. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Not to mention, when they do finally find the picture of Rose, that would have been a huge find. And they had all of those uh, Picassos down there. Yes. They had uh, Picasso. I mean, it was, it was loaded. That, that Titanic was loaded with rich people's stuff. So, you know, but they were like, we've got to find this diamond necklace and, you know, fuck the Picassos. And, you know, even an unknown artist finding that in a, like they did, the picture of Rose mm-hmm. would be worth a fortune. Mm-hmm. A fortune. The, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. It would have been worth a fortune. Yeah, absolutely. So the fact that they just kind of blow it off is just really weird to begin with. Correct. So, so. Love it, or Paxson's character is searching, is doing, you see actual footage from the wreckage of the Titanic. Yeah. And they bring up this safe, and the safe, they open it up, and there's no heart of the ocean, just a bunch of, like, soggy banks, uh, bank statements and, and stuff. And, and they, uh, nothing of, nothing of uh, importance except for the sketch of a naked woman. Yes. Wearing the necklace. And as you said, he just got pissed off. It's like, ah, oh, this is nothing. Of course, there's a news report going on about this in the movie. And old prune named Rose Calvert, played by, by the fossil Gloria Stewart. Uh-huh. We're going to have fun at her expense. Eh, a little bit. Oh, no, we are. Okay. We are. She sees love on the news. And, of course, since she is so important, she realizes, wait a minute, that's a naked picture of me that's nearly 85 years old. Yes. And she contacts him, who, and they're on this ship in the, Atla- in, the, in the Atlantic, North Atlantic, and says... Uh, it definitely wasn't the South Pacific. It wasn't the South Pacific. Well, it might have been. I actually think it was in like some... I think they filmed these, this part in Mexico in like a tank they built. I think so. But I didn't write that shit down because I think it bored bore the audience. I was Ooh. just making a shitty joke. Oh, I'm Move sorry. Move on. Okay. I just completely missed it. That's okay. Well, wait, no, what was the joke you were trying to make about the like the World War Two or something? She died hard. Oh. That's that's what I was trying to say. No, dude, I was saying oh. South Pacific because the everybody knows that the Titanic went no, down in the North, North Atlantic. Atlantic. Oh, that's so why I was just making a joke. He did, I didn't get that joke. No, nobody will. Cut it out. Cut it out of the show. Okay, no, no, it's staying in the show. So she gets on the phone. She orders her person to get on the phone, and she gets on the phone saying, uh, she's the woman in the drawing. Oh, of course she is. Uh, you know, like, she's so important. She's got Except for the fact that, you know, there's no way she had perfect tits like that. Kate Winslet does not have perfect tits like that. No. They were obviously manufactured somehow. I don't know. Where were you going with that joke, with perfect tits? You don't think she had nice tits? I thought they were adequate, but I don't think they were like they were in the drawing. 
Oh no! Oh, that's interesting. No, 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 no. I mean, you see her tits in the movie. It's not like you don't see them. Yes. But the drawing, like they're absolutely perfect. They are. They are perfect tits in the in the drawing. I agree with that. They are perfect titties. So she eventually convinces. Perhaps I shouldn't talk. I'll just sit here. No, 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 no. no, I'm offending you left and right. What? (laughs) Wait a second. (laughs) (laughs) Who offends who with these podcasts? (laughs) You're the one that earned that nickname. (laughs) <laughs> so they so they eventually cargo her in like they they make a special trip to fly her in yes just so she can talk to Paxton about it being her yeah because you know they don't have phones mm-hmm. yeah, exactly they don't have phones so, so we learned that Rose, so we're going to bring a 90 year old woman out into the fucking middle of the north Atlantic they make a big to do about like you know she's in a wheelchair and all that so they got to get all the special arrangements for it's her just, it, it, there's no way they would do this wouldn't it be better if, what would like, the expense be alone I, I don't know I, I think it would have been better if like you know they got her off the helicopter in the wheelchair and a rogue wave came and just took her off and the credits would have rolled yeah it would have been great and then Celine Dion's my heart will go on just play and they would start playing the song <laughs> <laughs> that would have been awesome. See her. See, you know, the end credits would be you know, the credits roll, and you just see her, her wheelchair bobbing in the ocean. <laughs> Unfortunately, I don't know that it would float. <laughs> but you might find her body like a while later. She's a fucking frozen ice cube just <laughs> floating along. <laughs> Mistake her for like a freaking Neanderthal at that point. Yeah. She's a prune. Jesus. We're bad. We're so bad. Um, So she eventually reveals to Paxton that she's not actually Rose Calvert, but she was once Rose DeWitt Bucket <laughs> Butt Cake. <laughs> what? I can't. But Bucator and was a first class passenger in the Titanic. Okay. Yeah, she just because she changed her name. Yes. Um, so so Paxson's really not concerned about. It. He just wants to know where this heart because he saw the the necklace around her neck. Yes. And he's concerned about that. That's usually where you have a fucking necklace. Yeah, and she's kind of blowing him off, you know. And she's of course she's taking this 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 uh, moment to, for herself, and she's investigating all the stuff that they brought up because they brought up stuff from the cabin. Um, the suite where she was at in the Titanic. So she's looking at all her old stuff from 105 years ago. And she's like, man, this is all my shit. I don't got to go to the Salvation Army anymore to buy my clothes. I got all this stuff now. Yes. That's, you know. Um, anyway. Oh, she even looks into the mirror. <laughs> there's even a mirror, mirror she looks into. And, of course, we got to get that reflection in the prune as well. I don't look as good as I used to. Oh, that's what I look like. Ugh. But you can tell that the way, the way she's using it. So, so they, they, they ship her in, and you think that she'd be a little bit more forthcoming with all the information, but no, she's really, she's kind of like flighty. Like she's quite, They're questioning about the heart. Eh, let me look at my stuff in my mirror. Yeah. It's all my stuff, you know? I'm taking this with me. <laughs> this was mine. <laughs> then they sit her down, have a little powwow, and of course you have to have the. Why does every Bill Paxton movie have to have that obnoxious fat guy as a sidekick? You know, the one that has an overgrown beard, and this guy looks like um, 
What's that one comedian with the glasses, the the beard? Um, the one with the world champion hat all the time? I don't know if that's him. I'm not sure which Bruce one Bruce Valanche. Jesus, okay. <laughs> Looks like a Bruce Valanche. All right. And what they do, they sit her down, and they show her like a, a computerized um, recreation of the sinking. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, this is pretty cool, isn't it? And then she just kind of bitch slaps him. <laughs> He's like, well, that is scientifically what happened. Uh, but I think at that moment she realizes she's going to screw these guys. She's going to screw oh. them. She just, at that moment she's like, I'm going to screw these guys. You mean like literally? No, no, no. Like, like she's going to gangbang all no, these fucking God like, sailors no. that have been out the sea for God knows how long? No, she's literally going to screw them. She's like, got I'm that. going out in style. Not unless they. I'm three holing and I'm going to take. <laughs> That's me. Oh, oh. She's going. Oh. <laughs> Bye. No. She's got one in each hand. No, no, no. Come on, man. God damn it. Ugh. So she begins telling her. Experience. And her granddaughter's going to film it. No, stop. Who is, isn't she like an actress? I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, she, she is an actress. So as she's watching, you know, the vessel go, the computerized <laughs> vessel go down, she begins telling her experience in the Doom vessel. It's been 84 years. I saw 84 years. Did you know that Gloria Stewart was the only person who worked on a film who was actually living in 1912 when the Titanic sunk? She was like 47 years old when the Titanic sunk. Jesus Christ. She was 47? Yes. So then the real movie starts. Okay. The real, the real movie finally starts. Well, this is part of the movie, but... You're joking. There's no I, way she was 47 the, the, when in 1912. The real movie starts. So we, what we see is, is like this, this really busy pier in England. Yes. With the Titanic being loaded with all kinds of different shit. There's two types of every animal going aboard at this point. And then we see this... This, um, this is when I really start hating the movie. Because we see this car being pulled up. Because Rose is a cunt. <laughs> God, she's a horrible person. Yeah, so, so we see. I'm trying to hold off. Yeah, no, it's 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 about to explode. The floodgates are about to open. I'm telling okay. you. So we see the the first class passengers being loaded on. Car comes up and out pops Rose DeWitt Butiker and her mother Ruth and yeah. her fiance. She's horrible too. She's hard. Fran, played by Frances Fisher. Yeah, but and she's a great actress. She's a, she's a fantastic actress. She looks like a, a rat, but she's a fantastic actress. And then, of course, her fiance, Cal Hockley, played by the Billy Zane. The. The Billy Zane. I mean, there's it's a bu- everything's bustling all around. It's oh, a, it's yeah. A big, it's there's a, a lot going on, man. Big. I could ima- I can't even imagine what that would have cost, that scene alone. Yeah. Well, as many people yeah. there was there, and then all the, um, the time... Uh, uh, specific uh, cars and and luggage and all that shit. Jesus, it just the amount of time and effort that would have had to gone into the costumes mm-hmm. and the scenery in this movie had to be ridiculous. Yes. Had to be, be ridiculous. Absurd. And I and and before we go on, just to, you know, to throw this out there, this was the first real 3D movie. Like, there was a couple that came before this, and I'm not talking about, like, the 80s 3D stuff, mm-hmm. but I'm talking about, like, you know, Cameron was, you know, put this one out, and then there was a couple other ones that came out around the same time that were real big on the 3D. Mm-hmm. So this is really where it all started to come. 
this one was done so well in 3D. It was it was absurd. I've watched it in 3D. I never watched in 3D. Um, I just watched it recently in 3D. Really? And well, yeah, the copy I borrowed had, was in 3D. So the Cameron is excellent in 3D because he had Titanic and the stuff that I did see in Avatar that was in 3D was all done extremely well. Like I said, they were beautiful films. Mm-hmm. It's just you you hate. The movies so the movies. much. Well, this is when you really start hating Rose because the first when she exits the car, I mean, all the bustling. Yes. She, the first line she says is she starts bitching. She bitches. She bitches about the ship. She bitches about being brought back in chains or something along the lines of that. Yeah, I don't remember just, exactly what she said. Just, she just starts bitching. I don't see what all the fuss is about. It doesn't look any bigger than the Mauritania. You could be blasé about some things, Rose, but not about Titanic. It's over 100 feet longer than Mauritania, and far more luxurious. And her mother remarks as they're boarding the ship. (laughs) So this is the ship they say is unsinkable. It is unsinkable. So this is the ship they say is unthinkable. The White Star Line, which I said before, they owned the ship, never made the claim that it was unsinkable. In fact, the boat really wasn't hyped at all, because... The uh, identical ship, the Olympic uh, that I referred to earlier, already sailed the same route the year before. Their nickname was actually earned after the accident and, re- and became that myth that you were talking about. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it was ne- the, the idea that it was unsinkable for some reason? No, it was just the second of the third Olympic-class ships, the first being Olympic that the year before it already sailed. Yeah. So no. basically it wasn't even – was it even – the? it may have been the largest ship when it – took off, but it there was other ships that came right soon after. Yes. yes. I mean, it, this, it, you know, it, it wasn't unheard of. If it never sunk, it wouldn't have been a big deal at all. It would just been lost in the, and nobody would have cared. No, nobody would have remembered the Titanic at all. I mean, nobody remembers the Olympic. No, nobody remembers the Olympic at all. Absolutely. So then as, as the rich people go on aboard, we switch to inside. I, it would be, I guess, a bar right next to the port. We're on the port. Yeah, it seemed uh, weirdly placed. Weirdly placed. So we're, we're introduced to, to Jack Dawson and his friend Fabrizio, who looks uh, like Aladdin. As they're Fabrizio. Playing Fabrizio. Yeah, that's the name of... Uh, isn't that the name of that shit that you spray in a yes, room? Yes, Fabrizio. When your son stinks. <laughs> Cherry blossom smell. And spray it on him directly. Yes. Spray in his eyes. Jesus Christ. So they're playing a poker game. And, of course, the bar itself is all bustling because the Titanic is about to lead. And Jack ends up winning um, the p- pair of tickets to the Titanic. Yeah, all, about 17 bucks and two tickets to the Titanic. Exactly. Which is actually a pretty decent haul in 1912. But yeah, it would have been like a million dollars today. He didn't have no. to go on the ship at all. He could have just Jesus bought Christ. like half England at that point. Yeah. Along with Robin Hood, <laughs> would he get stashed in his outfit, you know, outlet? Uh huh. Remember that? He had his treasure cove, but he still had to get back in Nottingham. So, of course, he wins it just as he the. He 6.7 million. 6.7 million. He was just about, as he won the, the tickets. Of course, that's when the Titanic was about to leave because everybody showed up the last freaking minute. That's what you do. Yeah. You don't plan ahead. You just show up the last freaking minute. So, 
Um, he turned. Jack turns to the bartender and bartender. Oh, the ship's moving right now. I was like, oh shit. So him and uh, Fabrizio um, just dart for not the, the uh, best actor, but not, he always smelled really good. Yeah, he did. Go ahead. Spring Lily, good. So they they rush out to the Titanic. They they get on board. They say they go through customs. Everybody's waving at each other. It's a big to do. They got the music in the background, and the Titanic just. Takes well, it wasn't off. exactly customs. It was de-lousing. De-lous- yeah, they just throw, they just, you know, they... they uh, Made sure that they didn't have bugs. Yeah, that was the important part. That was the very important. That, we'll get to that in a little bit. The um, Everybody's waving, you know, you got that stupid music in the background. Then we switch over to the... It's something like that. It's something like It's terrible. It's just... <laughs> it's ugh, fuck, I hate that song. Go ahead. So then we, we switch to the suite where uh, Cal is at, Cal and Rose and the mother. Uh-huh. We, we learn that they're on their way to, that Rose is on her way to Philadelphia to marry Cal. Um, that w- it was an arrangement made by Rose's mother, mother to protect the status of their, their wealth. And they're decorating the suite up. Yeah. Right have, now. now, at this point, did you find out that they had lost all their money? No, that was That's later. later. That was okay. later. That was a little bit later. Okay, go ahead. Right now. Of course, and there's some Picassos. Rose has no appreciation for them. She's just like, oh, there's some Picassos, whatever. She just has no... No, ap- she said that she, she liked them. No, she still... I thought she blew up, Whatever. No, no, no. He, Hal actually said that they were uh, frivolous purchases. Uh, Rose did say that she thought that they were works of art. And they were by some guy, some, something some Picasso. Guy. Some guy. Some yeah, guy. The, but that, I guess we're supposed to assume Pablo Picasso was, was not. not famous at the time. And I have no idea if he was. I don't know either. I'm not going to pretend to know. No, I don't have a clue. What's new? The most expensive first-class suite on Titanic cost was that a dig on me? Bucks. The equivalent of 75 It obviously <laughs> was a dig on me, you <laughs> son of a bitch. Yeah. I'm so going to bring Timmy over here, and this, then he's going to fucking what's he gonna kill you. Do? No, no, this is what Timmy's going to do. He's going to make up facts, I'm and he's going to say them convincingly, <laughs> and you're going to be in trouble. Tim, Timmy's going to talk shit on Twitter, then when I approach him about everything on, on uh, in person, he's going to fold like his fantasy football team folds every year. <laughs> I'm telling you, that's what happens. Christ. I just attack him on Twitter with facts, and he, you know, as he makes up the shit for him as well. And you see him in I, person. And he picks out the shittiest beer. I'm not getting in. I'm During not getting the in fantasy this. football draft, he brings the shittiest beer. I made a small beer. joke. That's he all does, I did. He brings the crappiest beer to fantasy football drafts. What beer? He brings like that, the Calvert stuff that some other friends are bragging. It's a terrible beer. He well, maybe he worst. likes it. Of course he would like it. At I mean, he's he, a lawyer. They've got, you know, and, and he hangs with that Baltimore crowd. Oh, that's the problem. That's a problem right there. Maybe. I don't know, dude. I'm not, uh, you know. That's a problem right there. The Holy mother of God. Whatever. So, again, this, is, this, this opening montage, you're introduced to a lot of people. We're introduced to Margaret, ba- Margaret Brown, the unsinkable uh, model, whatever her name is. She's, she's played by um, Misery. That damn, Kathy Bates. Yes. Every time I see her, I always think of, the ankle scene. Yeah. I, I cannot get that out of my mind. You never will. Kathy Bates is a phenomenal actress. I love Kathy Bates. Yes. I, but I, I don't think I needed to see her in Saran Wrap, but outside oh, of that... Why did you have to say that? 
<laughs> Outside of that. You, you start off with a three-hole comment, and you go about the saran wrap. Hey, what do you want me to do? I'm just throwing them out there. Oh. I, I, I think I feel I taste the bile in the back of my throat. But that scene where she uh, the, she hits the bitch in the mall parking lot is is wonderful. <laughs> that is wonderful. We're, we're talking about fried green tomatoes yeah. for anybody who doesn't know. It's a it's a pretty good movie. It's not an awesome movie, but it's pretty good. But she has a scene where she uh, these young uh, bitches steal her spot in the mall parking lot, and <laughs> yeah, she just, just rams into rams them. Rams into them, yeah. And it's just like I'm older. I've got better insurance. <laughs> <laughs> It's just fucking awesome scene. <laughs> yeah, it was a great scene. It was a great scene. I hate that movie, though. I know you like it. I still not going to find it. It, was only, it came out when I was working at Jumpers, so I saw it every day for however long yeah. it was at Jumpers. Multiple times a day, I now saw at least 20 fitness. minutes of it. Now it's a life fitness. <clears throat> yeah, it's weird. Anyway, go ahead. So, uh... But yeah, we're introduced to like a lot of people. Then we see Captain Smith and first mate, first mate Murdoch. They're on the bridge, overlooking the ship. You know, and we go through the bowels of the ship, see the inner workings where they're shoveling coal into the boilers, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and this is one of the one of the famous scenes of the of the entire movie is when uh, you have Leo and Fabrizio running up to the. The bow of the ship. Yes. And that there's that point up the bow, and that's when uh, Fabrizio sticks his arms out right up to right up where the, the two uh, two uh, rails meet at the tip of the boat. Yes. And then Leonardo comes up behind him, massages his tricep, I mean uh, his traps a little bit, gives him a little hug, and says he's the king of the world. Oh, okay. You remember that scene? Uh, something like that. Yeah, he gets really close to Fabrizio, and you know, Cameron. I don't know what he's doing here. It was a weird scene. Oh, really weird. He's the king of the world. So yeah, so you're introduced to the Titanic in this, and then, then we switch over to a lunch scene because all these people do on the ship is apparently freaking eat. Yeah. Where we're introduced to uh, Andrews, who is the architect, the the, the builder mm. of of Titanic. Uh, Bruce Ismay, who is the rep of White Star, and they are, are um, eating lunch with uh, Billy Zane, Margaret, and Rose, who is still being ignorant and bitchy and just decides to light up right then and there. Yeah, I think that... <clears throat> I don't know how inappropriate that was at the time. I mean, I know that men... I mean, smoking at the table wasn't inappropriate, but smoking before the, they ate, because they hadn't eaten yet. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that was inappropriate or not. I, I, I think it was inappropriate. I'm going to go ahead and just make it up and say it was inappropriate. But at the same time, like she actually a- had a cigarette holder. Mm-hmm. So it's not, you know, they acted like, oh, my God, she's smoking. Like that, she's never smoked before. She had a fucking cigarette holder. So obviously she's a smoker. She can smoke. Maybe it's just inappropriate dinner. I don't know. Well, after afterwards, they definitely would have smoked. Because yeah, they, I mean, they would go and smoke cigars. They would. And they would go to a fucking room and they smoke would, cigars. Yes. And Billy Zane smoked at the table. Uh, was it inappropriate for a woman to smoke, or was it inappropriate for her to smoke before they ate? That's, I don't know. That's a good question. That I don't know the answer to. Okay, I'm sorry. 
I'm, what do, I'm not gonna, oh my god, dude. What the fuck? Like Why woman. are you attacking me today? You're a woman, man. You're a woman. So Rose is giving everybody the jazz. That's just inappropriate. <laughs> she, she's giving her <laughs> PC Paul in a case. Rose, so Rose, is, she's just being a complete bitch. All right. To yeah. Everybody there. She doesn't want to be there. For some reason, she's. Well, she said something shitty to one of the, the, the two architect guys. Yeah, just something. I can't just, remember just, what it was, but she, I mean, later on, she's nice to him. But, but now, in that particular moment, she said something really shitty to him. Yeah. And so it, she's just being a bitch to everybody bitch. around because yeah. she doesn't want to be there. Meanwhile, you have Cal who's paying for everything, being <clears> really nice, saying how he's looking forward to getting married to her, talking about the... He's being a really good guy here, but she's got to be a bitch. Uh, yeah, and I think that, you know, he does talk down about her a little bit. But overall, I don't. But see, the thing is, is that you're putting today's values on a mo- on something that would have happened in 1912. In 1912, she would have been considered a, a you know lesser than yeah, him. Yeah, I, I see what you're saying. But you could also interpret his words as maybe encouraging. I could see that. I can definitely see that. Okay. So she so she's she's fed up for whatever. I mean, she's just maybe maybe a visitor. A monthly visitor? I don't know. I do not know. I don't know if I would go there. I I don't know. I just did. Meanwhile, you have Jack, who is is out drawing a picture with uh, Fabrizio, who's playing hopscotch, and an Irish guy they met. I don't know his name. Not important. And that's when Rose comes. His name was Jim. Jim. His name was Jim. Because that's a good Irish name. You know, well, no, it's not. (laughs) I know. Don't you insinuate that I'm Irish, my friend, because I am not Irish. Not Irish. Okay. I wasn't. I just said Jim was a good Irish name. And that's it not is, true at all. It's not. No, I know it's not. I don't care, but I can say whatever I want. That's right. You can. because I have our, a fucking microphone. It's our podcast and not anybody else's. If you don't enjoy it, whatever. Go for it. Let's move it so along. Rose comes storming out as he's drawing a picture. And, of course, Gloria Stewart has to interrupt. And she's... Bitch, I mean, she, even in her old age, well, of course she's a bitch in her old age, but she's, uh, I was on the precipice of something. I was such in a bad mood, blah, blah, blah. She's, narr- she's narrating about how she felt, again, reiterating the fact that she's just un- ungrateful. So at this point, Rose is storming up to the bow, and she's, you know what, you know what she's going to do? She's going to throw her off herself so, off the, the side of the ship. Why, okay. why, the, why the hell not? So she takes her shoes off. I thought that came much later, but okay. No, this is this is where it happens. She storms off the ship. He's drawing a no, picture. He's drawing the picture. He's sitting there on the side of the ship, and she comes out of the dining hall, and she's standing up on the first-class level, and he's down on the third-class level and sees him. Mm-hmm. And then later on, she later, storms out. Later on, she's, yeah, this is what happens. I'm not covering every single scene. I'm just okay, saying. I'm sorry. It's I'm, okay. I'm trying to go off of memory, too. I was very sick when I watched this. Because of the movie? Uh, no, I was sick in general. Oh. Because it was running around. Everybody was getting sick. That's right, it was. Stomach bug. Um, what the hell was he doing? Okay, so... So, so she goes to the back of the boat, uh, and she's going to jump off the back. She's, she's had she, And he's just like, no, you can't do that, you're, because you're, I'm the man, and <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And he, he, he doesn't... He, he, but he's Mr. Cool here. Oh, yeah. You know, he's not I'm like, gonna oh, my, my God. Off. You know, he's like, all of a sudden, he's a professional psychiatrist. Yeah. 
you know, you sure you want to do that? You know, just start I'm going to have to jump in after <laughs> you. <laughs> you know, it's oh. a, yeah, the, whole, the whole deal about, oh, this is going to remind me of, uh, of ice fishing in Lake Wisconsin in Wisconsin. Yep. Ever been to Wisconsin? Well, they have some of the coldest winters around. I grew up there near Chippewa Falls. I remember when I was a kid, me and my father, we went ice fishing out on Lake Wissota. Ice fishing is, you know where you- I know what ice fishing is. <sighs> Sorry. You just seem like, you know, kind of an indoor girl. Anyway, I, uh, I fell through some thin ice. And I'm telling you, water that cold, like right down there, it hits you like a thousand knives stabbing you all over your body. Yeah. You know, Have you, ever, really cold. you know what ice fishing is? Yes, I do. <laughs> I fucking do. How dare you not ask me if I know what ice fishing is? Yes. Um, Pussy. Nice, nice cleavage shot, though. I will say that. Yeah, if, she. If I mean, she had she, a decent rack. I'm did. not going to say that she had a shit rack, but it wasn't as perfect as that fucking picture. Mm -hmm. But again, Rose, Rose is just bitching them out too. Rose is a bitch to everybody. Uh, yeah, she's like, she was. Just, she's just turbo cunt. I mean, it was just ridiculous. She's trying to save her life, and yet she just is ungrateful and just starts talking trash about him, but he's taking it all, saying she's going to freeze her ass off, it's going to cause her... Yeah, my testicles are going to go up inside of my body yeah. and everything else. I, yeah, I mean, it was he, ridiculous yeah, how long he how, went on about how this. he's going to have to jump in. Taking his fucking shoes off and rubbing his nipples. It was crazy. Of course, of course. But he eventually does convince her, you know what, it's not a good idea to kill yourself right now. So, of course, at that particular moment, she's going to fall. <laughs> she slept, yes. Of yeah, of course she does, because, okay. you know, she managed to climb over the other side without a problem. She's standing there for 10 minutes, and there's no fucking problem. But as soon as he's like, come on back over, let's go over here, then she's going to fucking fall and start screaming like a lunatic so that he can get his ass beat. Because that's essentially what really happens. He saves her life, and while the camera pans away... Uh, you know, these guys show up and they beat the living shit out of him. Yes. Until Hal shows up. Exactly. So yeah, so he gets him over and then and then they see a third class passenger saving the life of on top of her. He's on top of her, making sure she's okay. And uh that's when Zane Zane shows up eventually, Billy Zane. Yeah, after they already beat the shit they out of him and had him, him like in yeah. handcuffs. They suplexed him against the railing. Well, you don't see any of that. No, you just hear a scuffle. You hear him crying. You don't hear Rose tell him to stop, though. No, because Rose doesn't give a shit. Rose doesn't give a shit. She, I mean, he's literally saying, the stuff that you do see is he's in handcuffs, and Rose is like not saying a word about him being in handcuffs. Nothing. She's all just, good with just, it. Just, just being quiet, being quiet and proper, just, you know. Until Hal is like, well, I, you know, Hal comes in to champion her. Yeah, Cal, Cal, yeah. Cal comes. And, and basically, as soon as he turns around and says, I want this man prosecuted to the full extent of the law, because that's exactly what he said, you know, then she turns around and is like, no. Yeah, because at that point he saved me. Yeah, at that point, you the cow thought like every you know that she was being fondled. Yeah, 
She thought that he thought she was being raped, and there was no 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 room for that. No room for that with Kat. No, no, it was all about you know protecting his wife to be. Now you see where I'm coming from. But no, but no, she turns around and she's just like, I she's to... okay with him getting arrested until Cal stands up for yeah, her. Yeah, and she explained that she was wanted to see the propellers and almost fell over, and and um, he saved her pulled, yeah. her, pulled her back over. Yeah. And Zane's like, you know what, um, here's 20 bucks, man. I appreciate all that. Is honor. that all I'm worth to you? <laughs> Which would have been equal to like... Because that's exactly what her voice said. I'm, I, I would, it's almost like yeah. it came out of the movie, coming out of the movie in through my mouth. So there you go. Is that all I'm worth? <laughs> so fucking dumb. Go ahead. So, so um, is it all I'm worth? And then eventually he's like, you know what? Why don't you come to dinner with us? Oh, yeah. Which would have, which would have never happened. Which, 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 well, first off, twenty bucks. Like she didn't even let him turn down the twenty bucks. Mm-hmm. Twenty bucks would have been like I don't know, like two hundred thousand. Yeah, you just take that. I'm money. not going to dinner. Give me that money. But what no, it? I'd rather have some some fucking shoe leather cow. Yeah. But anyway, the, as far as being invited to dinner, it would have never happened. It would have never been permitted in first class. A third class passenger um, wouldn't have been allowed. Um, because, particularly because they were quarantined in in the in the bowels of the ship, since they were immigrants from across, from across Europe, they didn't want those diseases to be um, spread among the first class passengers. Um, on top of that, mixing among the segregated classes was strictly unheard of. Foreboden. Foreboden. So no, that he would he wouldn't even been allowed to go to dinner because they didn't want diseases to be spread. That's how they controlled diseases. They had to be checked and all that when they. You know, came the came the port. Makes sense to me. Makes sense to you. Anyway, we're also introduced to Bob Cratchit. I mean, not Bob Cratchit. Um, the the actor who plays Bob Cratchit in Christmas Carol happens to be um, Cal's like his security guard or something like that. Right, right. Yeah, and he's on a Dawson as well. He looks down, and notices that the shoes are off. Yeah, of uh, Rose's shoes are off. No, no, no. Uh... Jack's shoes are off. Jack, sorry, Jack's shoes are off. So anyway, Zane skirts uh, Rose off to their suite again. That's when he gives her the heart of defeat. I mean, the heart of the ocean, saying how pretty she is. And he's really being a stand-up guy because in his mind, she almost fell off and had played Plinko with the, with the uh, propellers. Yes. She, of course, but you notice here, she's captivated by the, the diamond as well. She's captivated. Um, and that's when Zane's starting to say, you know, open your heart to me. That's all you need to do. That's all you need to do is just open your heart to me. But she's too consumed with the, the diamond at this point. So prior to dinner, you have, I guess, they're, they're kind of getting to know each other. Rose and Jack, they're walking around the deck. And that's when Jack is spilling his guts about Hal's background. But she has none of it. She has none of it. She just wants to talk about herself saying, how you probably think I'm just some poor little rich girl. Brings, mm-hmm. it, brings it back to her. She bitches about the wedding. She shows him the, her wedding ring. Or yeah, the, the, which the is ridiculous. Ring, which is ridiculous big. Look at that thing. You would have gone straight to the bottom. Doesn't appreciate it. No, I mean, Jack is just like, Jesus. I mean, you could tell he was impressed by it. I mean, you can't really see it watching the movie. 
Uh, so you can't tell how impressive it is until Jack says something. Exactly. You just it's 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 absurd. Just it's absurd. Then she's like she's like I feel like I'm suffocating in this this relationship, bitching about it. Five hundred invitations have gone out. All of Philadelphia society will be there. And all the while, I feel I'm standing in the middle of a crowded room, screaming at the top of my lungs, and no one even looks up. Then he, then Jack actually has the gall to ask her, "Well, are you in love with him?" Then she acts appalled. Yeah. Do you love him? Pardon me. Do you love him? You're being very rude. You shouldn't be asking me this. Well, it's a simple question. Do you love the guy or not? <laughs> this is not a suitable conversation. Why can't you just answer the question? <laughs> this is absurd. You don't know me, and I don't know you, and we are not having this conversation at all. You are rude and uncouth and presumptuous, and I am leaving now. Yeah. Who the hell are you to ask What's, me? What? Wait a second. You spent three minutes bitching about your, your husband and being suffocating, but I can't ask you if you're in love. But she's like, she's she's getting ready to storm off. She's had enough of this for whatever reason because she's just a bitch. Yeah, it just she's it, a bitch. It, her reaction to a lot of this dialogue initially is it's confusing and just hard to really piece together why why she she was reacting she's, the way she reacts. She's bipolar. Who knows? So at that point, she discovers <clears throat> that Jack is an artist because he he's carrying around his little sketchbook and. Jack reveals to her, like, you know, she's, he's an artist traveling the world. He's a drifter. He's got this one-legged prostitute he drew a picture of, and she's just fascinated by it. Man. Oh, yeah. Fascinated by it. Meanwhile, we're setting up for Doomsday. You mean prostitution? Prostitution, yeah. Meanwhile, we're uh, setting up for Doomsday because another scene away from this, you have Ismay, who is the rep of White Stars, telling Captain Smith, we all light up all four boilers. Uh, yeah. Because we have to go fast. Because Captain Smith will be like, oh, sure, why the fuck not? Yeah, I'm going to take my instructions from some guy. Convinces Captain Smith to go out with a bang. Yes, because Captain Smith is going to be retiring after this uh, journey. Yes, yeah, <coughs> this is last year. Why not get over there in light speed? Okay, now, I, I, do you want to wait till later to talk about Captain Smith? Or do you want to just get it out of the way now? In what regard? I didn't like him at all. You, you, like, I'm being serious at this point. Like the, the actor or the, the character. Oh, it, it, oh, yeah. I mean, he's just he's oh, very off putting. Like he's very like standoffish with the people. You know, generally, and I, I don't know if this is a newer thing, but like if you go on a cruise, there's a captain's table and. You know, the captain will come out and have dinner with you sometimes. Like, it's not every night, but it's, like, yeah, usually yeah. at least once. I don't know yeah. if that's a new thing or an old thing. It would seem like it would be something that would go on back then in a regal situation like this. Um, but even beyond that, like, he's just kind of, you know, off-putting to everybody around him. Uh, the people that work for him, he he's dismissive of Just all of them, which comes into play later when they are saying, look, there's iceberg warnings. There's fucking yeah, iceberg warnings, it, too. Yeah. And he just dismisses everybody. And he, you know, I don't... Initially, it doesn't seem to me like he's ego-driven, now, but he's easily lured by his ego because the guy's just like, you know, how awesome would it be if we showed up to New York the, yeah. 
the day before we're supposed to show up. And he's just, he buys into that almost instantaneously. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not quite instantaneously. I mean, he, he, he puts very little thought very little, well, yeah, into but, it, yeah. but he, he seems to be driven by ego. He has no, uh, you know, he has no reference for or reverence for anybody who works with him or for him. Um, and he's just, he's just kind of a, dick and then when when the boat starts finally going down at the end like he's now realized the boat's going down i you know then all of a sudden he starts walking around like people are saying zombie yeah he walks around like a zombie it's like okay first off this is your fault there's no way that hitting the fucking iceberg is not your fault. You're completely at fault and yeah. completely responsible. So here. instead of like actually taking control of the situation yeah. and trying to save as many lives as you can, people are coming up to him and saying, what do we do? What do we do? And he just ignores them and walks off and like, oh, I'm going to go on to the bow of the ship. I'm going to go into the back of the ship. Yep. I'm going to go into whatever, the control room. And I that's where I'm going to go down with the ship in the control, in the room. control room. And they make it, like, I remember them talking about this, not particularly in the Titanic movie, but in, um, like, they would have, there's, like, pictures of the Titanic and there was, like, uh, you know, when they were talking about going down and finding Titanic. And they had all those images of the Titanic and Cameron doing interviews for this, for that, and for this movie. He was talking in reverence about this captain and how he, re, you know, he had decided, I'm going to go down with the ship and he's going to be bravely standing at the helm as the ship goes down. But I didn't get that feeling of it being like some no. kind of brave decision no. to go down with the ship. No. I felt it as cowardice. They, he just collapsed mentally and just fucking started walking around like a zombie. And just, just he was just useless. You know why? You want to know why? Because he saw Kathy Bates in Saran Wrap. Oh, okay. That's why. Yeah, I'm sure that's it. So no, but I mean, seriously, I, I, I was just trying to get your opinion no, on it because I, agree, I don't know what I the true agree. story is, there's, but there's this actually, version is just horrible. Honestly, there are, there are, that's something that, that Cameron slipped up off on some of the characters in this movie. We'll get to one of them in a little bit. Um, but there are different reports of Captain Smith about how he acted. And actually, some of the accounts was that he jumped in and was helping people. So there are conflicting reports about Captain Smith. Yeah, I really don't. I mean, I really don't know what the real story is, but I can tell you the version that they tell in this movie, is, he is... You just hate him. You loathe the guy. Useless. Useless. He is a useless, useless, ego-driven fucking lunatic. I mean, it, it, there's just... The decisions he makes are horrible mm-hmm. all around, and there just doesn't seem to be any reason for him. Modern-day politician, what you're saying. More or less, yeah. More yeah. Or less. Anyway, back to the movie. Um, there was that stupid spitting contest between um, Jack and Rose, where Rose's mother eventually sees them. Of course, then, she shows up at the wrong time. Yeah, the wrong time. Um, then, this, this, I, you, don't you ever get tired of that? They, it just everything happens <laughs> at precisely the right time. Like it, everything's a coincidence. Yeah, I do. I get yeah, tired. It, it gets very tedious. Tedious, and it happens in these romantic comedies and, and romance and drama movies, it's, I mean, I guess it happens in everything except for maybe horror. 
Like it no, doesn't. Oh, horror is, 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 oh. Like horror is sometimes it happens, but other times they specifically don't do something that you're expecting to happen to just try to heighten the mood. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it, I don't know. All movies are kind of like that, though, where they just, everything just coincidentally, coincidentally happens, happens at the right time. Right at the right time for the worst possible, you know, outcome. Mm-hmm. And it just gets so draining. It is draining. It is draining. I understand. Because life That's is not you, like you know, that. Life, dude. No. I no. mean, they, you know, you could be in a situation and, you know, I would say at least 80% of the time, you're going to walk away from that spitting contest without anybody walking up yeah, I agree. and I having agree. spit on your face. And how the fuck do you not know that you have spit on your face, too? I don't know. Because he's standing Stupid. there with spit on his face. Like, literally, you can see it. How can you not Stupid. tell? Just, just ridiculous. Okay. Are you being serious? I can't even tell anyone. No, I'm serious. I don't, I don't, I agree. It's stupid. It's okay. stupid. All right, All right, moving on. And we are going to leave it off right there for Titanic Part 1, Titanic Part 2 on your way next week. Also, make sure after that we do have Black Panther. Looking forward to doing that and seeing if it's worth all the accolades it's getting when award season. With that being said, make sure to follow us on Facebook, JB's Drive-In. Follow us on Stitcher, iTunes, Twitter at JB's Drive-In. Subscribe, leave notes, do what you need to do to help us boost this show. Really appreciate We really appreciate all your love and, and help. Um, with that being said, we will see you next week for Titanic Part 2. Questions, comments, JB's Drive-In, podcast at gmail.com. We'll see you next week. We're expecting you. Back to you.